faith in a modern world. Why is faith in God and in Jesus Christ important in today's world? Having a personal relationship with God through His divine Son and having faith in them is what can help us get through life when everything else hasn't worked and we are facing difficulties. Sometimes it's all we have to hold on to during these times. Now, what is the power of living by faith in our modern world today? Living by faith means every day, no matter what. You have a quiet confidence that God is good. He is not withholding his goodness from you, but rather he is working out all things together for the good of those who love him. Romans 8.28 Thank you for joining me on this journey of faith as we turn in together here on Faith Matters. Welcome, this is Faith Matters. I'm Shirley Coel, your host. Thank you for tuning in. The discussion today will be coming from the Gospel Principles Manual, Chapter 7, and also Chapter 1. And it will be about God, our Eternal Father. First, I would like to bear my personal testimony to you that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ, His Divine Son, live, and in the Holy Ghost. I believe in the Holy Ghost as well, and I have received a testimony through prayer and through the power of the Holy Ghost that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ live. And this is a witness that all of us as God's children can have for ourselves. It is important for us to understand the mission of the Holy Ghost. The mission of the Holy Ghost is to bear witness of the Father and the Son and of the truth of all things. In your life, if you want to know if Jesus Christ is your Savior and Redeemer, you can pray and ask the Holy Ghost to bear witness of that truth to you in your life. If you want to know if God lives, your Heavenly Father, and that he is the father of your spirit. You can know that truth for yourself. And you can know that you, be, that you can become exalted, just like your heavenly father. You can know the truth of all God's eternal truth that is, lit, that is written in his word. You can know and understand that they are truly his word. Now I want to read from chapter 7. These words, and they're from President Joseph Fielding Smith. 
about the power of the Holy Ghost, receiving a witness of the Holy Ghost. The convincing power of the Holy Ghost is so great that there can be no doubt that what he reveals to us is true. When a man has a manifestation from the Holy Ghost, it leaves an indelible impression on his soul, one that is not easily erased. It is spirit speaking to spirit, and it comes with convincing force. A manifestation of an angel or even the Son of God himself would impress the eye and mind and eventually become dimmed. But the impressions of the Holy Ghost sink deeper into the soul and are more difficult to erase. Joseph Fielding Smith, Jr. President Smith also said, through the Holy Ghost, the truth is woven into the very fiber and sinews of the body so that it cannot be forgotten. So when it comes down to my personal testimony, I'm thankful for the Holy Ghost because the Holy Ghost has helped me to grow in my testimony that Heavenly Father and Jesus Christ live. And to have that personal witness and knowledge for myself. And that is available to all of us as God's children. Now I want to get into chapter 1. And chapter 1 is about our Heavenly Father. There is a God. What are some things that testify to you that there is a God? So think about that just for a moment. And as you're pondering and thinking upon that question, listen to Alma, a Book of Mormon prophet as he describes what denotes that there is a God to him. All things denote there is a God, yea, even the earth and all things that are upon the face of it, yea, and its motion, yea, and also all the planets which move in their regular form do witness that there is a supreme creator. We can look up at the stars at night and have an idea of what Alma meant. There are millions of stars and planets all in perfect order. They did not get there by chance. We can see the work of God in the heavens and on the earth. The many beautiful plants, the many kinds of animals, the mountains, the rivers, the clouds that bring us rain and snow, all these testify to us that there is a God.
The prophets have taught us that God is the almighty ruler of the universe. And he dwells in heaven. Now this scripture is coming from Doctrines and Covenants 2017. Verse 17. By these things we know that there is a God in heaven who is infinite and eternal from everlasting to everlasting, the same unchangeable God, the framer of heaven and earth and all things which are in them. Through his son, Jesus Christ, he created the heavens and the earth and all things that are in them. This is 3rd Nephi. 915. Behold, I am Jesus Christ, the Son of God. I created the heavens and the earth and all things that in them are. I was with the Father from the beginning. I am in the Father and the Father in me, and in me have the Father glorified his name. We have a lot to be thankful for when we reflect upon these scriptures. Because our Lord made the moon and the stars and the sun. He organized this world and gave it form, motion, and life. He filled the air and the water with living things, and he covered the hills and plains with all kinds of animal life. He gave us day and night, summer and winter, seed time and harvest. He made man in his own image to be a ruler over his other creations. Genesis 1, 26 to 27, and God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness and let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air, and over the cattle, and over all the earth, and over every creeping thing that creepeth upon the earth. So God created man in his own image, in the image of God created he him, male and female created he them. Now God is the supreme and absolute being in whom we believe, in whom we worship. He is the great parent of the universe. And he looks upon the whole of the human family with a fatherly care and paternal regard. Teachings of the Presidents of the Church, Joseph Smith. The nature of God. What are some of God's attributes? Because we are made in his image, we know that our bodies are like his body. His eternal spirit is housed in a tangible body of flesh and bones. But God's body, however, is perfected and glorified with a glory beyond all description. God is perfect. He is a God of righteousness, 
with attributes such as love, mercy, charity, truth, power, faith, knowledge, and judgment. He has all power. He knows all things, and he is full of goodness. All good things come from our God. And everything that he does is to help his children become like him. He has said, Behold, this is my work and my glory to bring to pass the immortality and eternal life of man. Moses one thirty nine. So why do you feel it's important for you to understand the nature of our God? Well, in order for us to become like our Heavenly Father, it's important for us to grow in His attributes. Love, mercy, charity, truth, power, faith, knowledge, and judgment. And our Lord and Savior exemplifies all of those attributes. He is God's divine Son. So if we want to really know, all we have to do is look to the Savior and follow his example and live our lives according to the teachings that he has given unto us. So it reads on coming to know God. How can we come to know God? Knowing God is so important that the Savior said in John 17, 3, This is life eternal, that they might know thee, the only true God, and Jesus Christ, whom thou hast sent. The first and greatest commandment is, Thou shalt love the Lord thy God with all thy heart. The more we know God, the more we love him and keep his commandments. In 1 John 2, 3 to 5, it reads, And hereby we do know that we know him, if we keep his commandments. He that saith, I know him, and keepeth not his commandments, is a liar. And the truth is not in him. <clears throat> Excuse me. <clears throat> For whoso keepeth his word in him verily is the love of God perfected. Hereby know we that we are in him. By keeping his commandments, we can become like him. We can know God if we will believe that he exists and that he loves us. Let me read Mosiah 4.9 to you. Believe in God. Believe that he is and that he created all things both in heaven and in earth. Believe that he has all wisdom and all power both in heaven and in earth. Believe that man does not comprehend all the things which the Lord can comprehend. Second Timothy three fourteen to seventeen, but continue thou in the things which thou hast learned, and hast been assured of, knowing of whom thou hast learned them, 
And that from a child thou hast known the Holy Scriptures, which are able to make thee wise unto salvation through faith, which is in Christ Jesus. All Scripture is given by inspiration of God and is profitable for doctrine, for reproof, for correction, for instruction in righteousness, that the man of God may be perfect, thoroughly furnished unto all good works. Pray to him. James 1, 5, If any of you lack wisdom, let him ask of God, that giveth to all men liberally, and upbraideth not, and it shall be given him. You know, when I think about this verse, pray to God, if any of you lack wisdom, it could, like my mother comes to mind. I was so grateful that I I had a mom that she showed me by her example the faith that she had in Jesus Christ. I would hear my mom praying and. She believed in our Savior. She prayed to him like he was standing right there in the room. And that's how it should be for us as God's children. We should know that when we pray to him, he's right there listening to every word. And he loves us. And that our prayers do not fall on deaf ears. Obey all his commandments as best we can. John 14, 21 to 23. He that hath my commandments and keepeth them, he it is that loveth me. And he that loveth me shall be loved of my father, and I will love him and will manifest myself to him. Judah saith unto him, Not Iscariot, Lord, how is it that thou will manifest thyself unto us and not unto the world? Jesus answered and said unto him, If a man love me, he will keep my words, and my father will love him, and we will come unto him and will make our abode with him. That is just beautiful promise from our Lord and Savior. As we do these things, we will come to know God and eventually have eternal life. Ponder what you can do to draw nearer to God. Christianity or following Jesus Christ and the truth found in his word remains as relevant and powerful today 
as it was 2,000 years ago. When Jesus Christ walked this earth, it is centered around the belief that Jesus Christ is the Savior of this world. The redeeming power of Jesus Christ will never fade in its relevance to us and for generations to come. Not only is he our Savior and Redeemer, but through a life that is aligned with him, we are provided guidance, instruction, and a model for how to live in our modern times. Thank you. You have been tuned in to Faith Matters.